Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Though I'm not an expert, don't claim to be, I have spent numerous years studying the New Age belief system, which essentially incorporates Satanism and the occult, but does so in more humanistic, acceptable terms. Now, the very same ideology that runs through Satanism and the occult also runs through the many branches of the New Age. It doesn't matter who you start with, whether it's Madame Blavatsky, Alice Bailey, Annie Besant, Maura Strong, Robert Mueller, David Icke, or a host of other Luciferians associated with the United Nations. It all boils down to the very same core belief system. Now, Alice Bailey began her Lucifer Publishing Company, which was associated with the United Nations in 1920, then changed the name to Lucis Trust in 1922 because of the growing public perception of its connection with Satan, Lucifer. However, the name was the only thing that changed about the organization as it continued to contrive ways to, quote, externalize the hierarchy that she had written so much about. Now, as James Musker details, this externalization of the hierarchy is nothing more than bringing into the physical realm where we live that which the New Age and Satanists and the occult proponents currently believe exists in the spiritual realm. In fact, everything that has been promoted by Manley Hall, Madame Blavatsky, Alice Bailey, Annie Besant, David Icke, Benjamin Krem, along with the spirit guides named Hoot Kuthumi, a.k.a. the Tibetan, Seth, Dual Kul, etc., they all believe in the exact same realized goal. And that goal, as noted in Bailey's externalization of the hierarchy, is exactly this. Quote, what is referred to is the externalization of the hierarchy and its exoteric appearance on the earth to function openly and visibly on earth. That was from Bailey's book, one of her books. Now, fascinating, isn't it? So what currently exists behind the curtain blocking our view into the spiritual realm is said to emerge at some point in the future so that all will actually see it and experience it. Now, like Musker, this kind of reminds me of what will occur in Revelation 9, 1 through 11, when the abyss will be opened during the tribulation and a horde of what can only be demonic creatures are released to roam the earth, inflicting pain, but not killing for six months. Now, all of these secret societies and leaders of them have all taken up the task of doing whatever they can to usher in the new age of Aquarius, which is believed to start in 2150. Now, in order for that to occur, a good deal of work needs to continue. However, in rereading through much of the documentation and information available now, it's clear that the work, which actually began in earnest in the mid to late 1800s, though it, really, if we look back, it appears that Satan has been at work dating back way before the time of Christ, but without the help of technology available then. So this work has picked up a great deal of speed and progresses toward the final product. Now, at the same time, it's also clear from Scripture that Satan tried to inverse the truth of Christianity, not just at Babel, but during the life of the apostles. He never takes time off, 
and is always working to destroy or invert the truth. Satan has deluded his human Luciferian servants into thinking that he is the God, that he has humanity's best interests at heart, and he teaches human beings how to become God themselves to fully extricate themselves from under God the Father's fascism. Now, in a nutshell, this coming hierarchy will be the absolute inversion of Christianity, which we know to be the truth God has revealed to us through God the Son. The coming hierarchy, however, is nothing but lies masquerading as truth, and we're seeing so much of that um, throughout social and political realms throughout the world today. Most Christians await the physical return of Jesus. Theosophy and the New Age and all of its various branches await the coming of the Christ or Christ consciousness, also known as Maitreya. Currently, they believe this New Age Christ is living in the spiritual realm referred to as Shambhala. I remember the uh, Three Dog Night song by that name. When the time is allegedly right, this Christ will appear to the world to restore peace globally and to direct humanity to higher orders of living. Now, what I find interesting is that this Christ will not appear, according to the New Age, until, quote, humanity itself must first produce the conditions in consciousness and in world affairs essential to the eventual physical appearance of the Christ. When a measure of peace has been restored on the earth, when sharing begins to govern economic affairs, when churches and political groups have begun to clean house, the Christ will then be drawn into the arena of his work. And that was a quote from James Musker, who was actually quoting Alice Bailey, I believe, in his book. Now, so first they're saying Maitreya's appearance is dependent upon what humanity can accomplish. I find that interesting. Oh, and this, by the way, is no different from what some groups within Christendom believe, that they must work very hard to convert people to Christianity. And once enough have been converted, then Jesus will be able to return physically. Well, that's absolute hogwash as his physical future return is not at all dependent on what humanity accomplishes, but solely on God's timing. Second, notice the phrase in that quote, when sharing begins to govern economic affairs. Hmm. All right, everyone will be treated exactly the same way in the future for fairness's sake. Socialism or communism is the political path toward that end, according to Luciferians. Everyone will get the same handout, they'll be happy, and they'll own nothing, according to Schwab's Great Reset. Isn't that something? So the people in control of moving this world to the point where the externalization of the hierarchy can become manifested in this physical world are also diligently working to unite all people, merge all religions, destroy national sovereignty and borders, create a global surveillance state including digital currencies and passports, so that all people are fully controlled by the power elite. Now, I know it sounds far-fetched if you've not been paying attention. And in my opinion, this is what CV was actually about, not saving lives. And before that, by the way, 9-11 with the installment of the Patriot Act. 
If CV was about saving lives, well, they'd actually be paying attention to the unusually large percentage of people who are suddenly dying since the jab rollout. Young people, not to mention all those who have received and experienced severe adverse reactions following the jab. What does the power elite have in store for the world next to ramp up fears so that people will again be forced to rely on the government and possibly lock down? Well, we'll see, I suppose. Of course, you can choose to not comply without making a huge fuss about it. Live quietly, minding your own business. Don't agitate, but don't comply. It's up to you. This is all leading to the new world religion and will unveil itself to the world at some point in the future and is being built now. This new world religion will include the visible manifestation of the externalization of the hierarchy. So according to theosophy, which is Satanism, here's a quote, Sanat Kumara is the head of this hierarchy, and this is the god of theosophy. He is supposed to have reached the ninth ray level, and as such lives in Shambhala, which according to New Age beliefs is a floating city on the etheric plain somewhere above the Gobi Desert. Interesting to note, by the way, that Sanat S-A-N-A-T is an anagram for Satan. Seems they love to have these anagrams and play on words, and that's from James Musker. Now, here's where it gets even more interesting. The work of the externalized ashrams is creating and vitalizing the new world religion, the gradual reorganization of the social order, the public inauguration of the system of initiation, the esoteric training of disciples and of humanity in the cycle. That's from Alice Bailey's book, Externalization of the Hierarchy. Now, much later, Benjamin Krem, spiritual New Age leader from Share International, who, by the way, died a few years ago, tells us what it will be like when the Christ or the New Age Maitreya finally appears to the world. Here's what he says, quote, for 30 or 40 minutes, the teacher, Maitreya, his thoughts will be heard inwardly, telepathically, and everyone in the world, in their own language, will feel the warmth and love of the Maitreya. Now, that's interesting. I guess we can cue the aliens. Musker believes this will likely occur after a global economic meltdown. That would be a perfect place for it. Following this, world religions and nations' unification will actually expedite. Musker also comments that what Krem is referring to sounds an awful lot like a psychotropic weapon to him, which has the ability to put voices inside someone's head without them being auditory. Well, certainly that's possible, but I also think that Satan can accomplish that very easily with supernatural means. Satan, who first tempted Eve to become like God by disobeying God's one law, has been working tirelessly for centuries since then to do what he nearly completed through Nimrod at Babel, the unification of the entire earth into one people, one purpose, and one religion. This is remarkably similar to the main objective of theosophy, New Age, and all of its offshoots. Nothing has really changed except the way it is now done using modern technology. The end goal of theosophy is therefore man becoming like a god, living in a physical utopian society with complete access to awesome godlike powers, which will enable him to fulfill his destiny 
and for mankind to become a god. So you see, there's zero difference between what Satan attempted to create when he lied to Eve, what Satan attempted to create just roughly 1,000 years after the flood at Babel, and what he has attempted to create many times since, but the timing has never, never quite been right by God's calendar. So this, I believe, is why Satan has had specific people and persons in each generation throughout history to expound theosophical tenets and beliefs to usher in the externalization of the hierarchy, whether it was Hitler, Pol Pot, Stalin, and so many others we see as we look back through the annals of historical narrative. Satan has never known the timing of when his work might produce concrete results. So he's tapped someone in every generation for that purpose, just in case the timing was there. So at this point in time, we may well be on the cusp of this coming quote-unquote utopian global society. Of course, the utopian part of it will pertain only to the power elite and their families. Those outside those families will literally exist in a hell on earth as slaves to the power elite. Now again, this coming externalized hierarchy is the complete inversion of Christianity that human beings can become gods. Everything connected to Luciferianism, New Age, Satanism, the occult, etc., inverts the truth of Christian tenets and presents the opposite as truth, purely demonic and anti-God. If one takes the time to read books by Bailey and others, it's clear that the lies presented by these supposed ascended masters are nothing short of lies. Yet they're preferable to most people simply because those people don't want to be under God's quote-unquote fascist thumb. The goal is to subvert Christianity at all costs. But why? Well, because Christianity is the truth, and that truth must be replaced with falsehoods that simply sound truthful and are very pleasing. If they can't make Christianity part of the New World religion— they're happy to destroy it, or at least attempt to destroy it. Not even a deep dive into the United Nations and all of its documents proves beyond doubt that the UN is little more than a religious organization masquerading as a political one. You don't have to go very far to see that. Manley Hall, who was a Freemason adept, wrote numerous books. One was The Secret Teachings of All the Ages, 604 pages. Another was The Secret Destiny of America, 263 pages. So in that latter one, he states this, In America shall be erected a shrine to universal truth, as here arises the global democratic commonwealth. The true wealth of all mankind, which is designed in the foundation that men shall abide together in peace and shall devote their energies to the common cause of discovery. The power of man lies in his dreams, his visions, and his ideals. This has been the common vision of man's necessity in the secret empire of the Brotherhood of the Quest, consecrated to fulfilling the destiny for which we in America were brought into being, unquote. Isn't that interesting? One need only look to the occult symbolism within America, the Freemasonry of the Founding Fathers, and the fact that most were deists, not Christian, to understand that this country was created not as some think, similar to how Israel was created and for that purpose, but actually 
to be the lead nation in promoting and creating the externalization of the hierarchy that we may soon see. Folks, thanks so much for joining me in this episode of Study, Grow, Know. And I pray that you have a wonderful Christmas, that you remember what this season is actually about, that as you give gifts to one another and you gather with family, that you remember that it is Jesus who gives us what we need and gives us the greatest gift of all, life eternal with him. Do you know him? I pray you do. Thanks again for joining me. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective. 